So a holistic wellness approach aims to understand the root cause of the diseases and to heal it from within. So eventually, the change gets to see, get to reverberate through a healthy body, a peaceful mind with the ability to understand yourself in the world that you live in with a like-hearted spirit. So that's the goal of a holistic healing. Hello and welcome to It's a Journey podcast. How are you healing today? Your host, Stephanie Naidu, welcomes guests from different parts of the globe with professional expertise in health and holistic wellness. Holistic means physical, emotional, social and spiritual well-being. So what do all of our guests have in common? It's their dedication to help us with our healing journey and personal development. Let's dive into this new episode with our special guest and explore the answers in order to continue our personal journey's exploration towards healing and self-love. In this first episode, I will be talking with Charité from Redefine Wellness about the journey to healing and unlocking your full potential. Charité is the Redefine Wellness co-founder. She is also a meditation and yoga teacher, a regression specialist, an energy therapist, an EFG practitioner, and a life coach. Charlie started a career in the corporate world. For 15 years, she was an HR and recruitment specialist with top global corporations, including HP and Microsoft, before founding her own executive search firm. After an intense period of emotional and mental stress, she chanced upon alternative therapies and embarked on a self-healing journey. Having encountered positive and transformational experiences, she went on to be professionally trained in various modalities and therapeutic techniques. Shirley is an experiential healer who uses her intuition and expertise to help her clients find answers to their issues related to emotional and mental wellness, as well as their life purpose. She believed that we each have to discover our own truth. Hi, Shirley. How are you doing? It's such a pleasure to have you today on our podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for this opportunity. And it's a privilege to be here today. Um, So my first question for you is, what was your journey that led you to where you are now as a practitioner and a coach? There is a saying that life always awaits for some crisis to occur before revealing itself at its most brilliant. So that was what happened in my case. What I thought I had built for myself in terms of a stable career and secure home front collapsed overnight. So it began when I was separated from a 15 years of lawyer relationship, a financial loss of lifelong savings, the death of my father, whom I was very emotionally attached to, and adding to all of that was an unexpected change in the career front. And all of this happened at the same time. So I went through a tremendous level of emotional stress and mental trauma And it got manifested into physical issues from insomnia to all types of physical ailments. And finally, one past life regression therapy transformed my perspective in life. And from that moment, I began 
my inward journey of self-discovery and realization through energy healing work, kundalini yoga, hypnotherapy, inner child work, and regression therapy, to now helping others with the modalities that have helped me not only to heal, but also allow me to live my true life purpose. Okay, thank you. Um, so you, you are the um, founder of uh, Redefine Wellness. Can you tell me what is holistic wellness? Okay, so holistic health and wellness is the practice of treating the whole mind, body and spirit. So while in a traditional healthcare practice, one may seek to treat various symptoms presented without considering other factors which may be at play. So in holistic wellness, we will seek to find the root cause of the symptom and treat all accordingly. And in the holistic approach, it allows us to gain an understanding of how the physical, spiritual, and emotional aspects of our well-being working together. So in other words, the holistic approach focuses on the whole human body. And very often, When we realize that the onset of diseases started is when a part of ourselves is not at peace and not aligned with ourselves. So, for example, individuals with gastrointestinal problems could have been suppressing or repressing a certain level of emotion, which may include anger, fear, or anxiety. And people with depression and mood disorder very often we trace back to their roots, going back into their early childhood issues or even traumatic events. So a holistic wellness approach aims to understand the root cause of the diseases and to heal it from within. So eventually, the change gets to see, get to reverberate through a healthy body, a peaceful mind with the ability to understand yourself in the world that you live in with a like-hearted spirit. So that's the goal of a holistic healing. Thank you so much. And so, sometimes there is, a, there is a trauma and then we know that there is something inside, you know, that happened. But um, how do we know uh, that there is something inside that needs to heal? Okay, very good question. So the short answer to this question is whether there is any trigger points in your life. So broadly, um, to help the listeners, here are the five easy questions that you can ask yourself, okay? So the first question is, is there any dysfunction in the family that you were born in, okay? I'm not talking about severe dysfunction because very often when people talk about dysfunction, they will be referring to physical, sexual, emotional, or verbal abuse, okay? Very often, we may not realize that this function need not be that grave to be considered as traumatizing. So it could be things, um, as a child, we witness our parents not getting along when they fight all the time. And um, it seems that they may not be loving each other and there is chaos at home. They could be fighting all the time at home. They could be screaming, yelling, you know, and all this type of dysfunction even though it may not be completely on you, and even though you may not suffer physically or um, had any verbal abuse, you are still receiving trauma because of the chaos that you are receiving in your family environment, okay? And 
It could also be as a child, uh, nobody pay attention to you. Okay, you could be constantly by yourself, and nobody even realize uh, that you are there. And you know, as a child, you never ever felt love or being cared for. And uh, really, ignoring a child can be one of the most traumatizing event. So, and these are actually some of the destabilizing factors. Okay. Uh, that we go through and in childhood, they may result in a wounded child within us, okay? And all this wounding may cause a stun in our growth, either intellectually, emotionally, mentally, or even spiritually, okay? And also another aspect most people do not realize is that very often we may have also unconsciously inherited programming, belief system, behavior, attitudes from our family uh, and even from our ancestors that is keeping us bounded or limited, okay? Um, for example, do you ever feel, you know, you have certain behavior or attitude that is impacting or limiting your life uh, in not so much of a constructive manner, okay? And um, so some of the few questions you could actually ask yourself Okay, about your childhood is that, did you ever feel safe as a child? Did I ever feel loved? And was I nurtured or cared for as a child? Do I ever feel I belong? And was I in a family that I feel belong? Or do I feel like a complete outsider in my family? Or even worse, I feel like an alien dropping into my family as if I have nothing to do with anyone in the family. The next question, the second question is to look at how are our relationships. This is a very easy one to spot, especially romantic relationships, because it involves intimacy. And intimacy would involve feeling safe with another person. Because when you are in an intimate relationship, at some point in your relationship, there is going to be a moment where some fears would come up, such as fear of abandonment or being betrayed. So it's useful. You can actually do an overall assessment in all your relationship to date. Have you ever had difficult romantic relationships? Do you always find difficult in attracting the right person into your life? Okay. Or are the relationship difficult or dysfunctional? Okay. And if there is, you know that there could be some inner child wounding. Okay. And nothing would actually trigger as much as an inner child that was wounded. So a romantic relationship especially a very close one, is actually a telltale sign. Okay, so another way to spot an inner child in a relationship is actually emotional immaturity. So for example, you had an argument with your partner and they say something that upset you and you can catch this in yourself, okay? Very often, do you immediately digress into a child and you immediately throw a tantrum or you would shut down or stop talking for a few days. This was what happened to me. <laughs> so why do we behave when, you know, 
relationship goes sour. Okay, how do you behave? How do you react? So um, do you get emotional insecure or is there any display of emotional immaturity? Or do you feel jealous easily? Okay. So these are some of the indications of emotional immaturity. And when you catch yourself having this behavior, this could be an indication that you have an inner child that is wounded. Okay. So point number three, ask yourself, am I controlling? So why is it control? Okay. The moment I don't feel safe in the world, I immediately develop a personality that is extremely controlling and I'm trying to use control to keep myself safe. So this control can go into the extreme of a person, even going into an obsessive compulsive disorder behavior, okay, what is known as OCD. So ask yourself, do you have a tendency to control people or you need them to behave in a certain way? Or does your outer environment has to be in a certain way? Or people need to behave a certain way for you to feel safe and okay? So if you have a controlling personality, then you know right away that this is an area that needs to be healed. Okay, now the fourth point is that, do you feel comfortable in your own body? or? Are you very critical or feel insecure about your body most of the time? Okay. Or do you constantly feel an irrational fear of getting some diseases or illnesses or overly protective of your own personal safety? Okay. Um, do you constantly suffer from physical issues in your body? I'm not referring to just normal aches and pain but I'm talking about um, literally illnesses or diseases. There is um, no apparent medical reason, but the pain is very real to you. Yeah. Or do you also suffer from an autoimmune disorder or fall sick rather easily? Okay. So all of this could be an indication of some emotional wounding some emotions that we are still holding in our body um, that has yet been processed or resolved. Okay, and the next big question is, do you trust life? Okay, do you ever feel that the world is a benevolent world and you are safe and protected and constantly loved and always guided? Or do you feel very unsafe in this world? So if you ever feel unsafe as a child, there could be some dysfunction that happened during childhood. And once there is any dysfunction, very often one don't trust life at all. Okay, One always believes that um, the world is out there to get you or the world is dangerous and you have to fight to protect yourself. And ask yourself, if you truly trust life and if life have your back and if you can trust with the flow of life or you have to control things and fight for things. 
So if the answer to all the above is yes, then that could be a sign of some inner child wounding. Thank you for, for your answer. I think all these questions are a great way to um, make an assessment and then find where, uh, yes, there are pieces inside that needs to, to heal. Thank you so much for, for, for this. Um, through your practice, you offer a Kundalini yoga, meditation, past life and regression therapy, inner child integration therapy, clinical hypnotherapy, Reiki, EFT therapy. How, as an individual, should we choose the right modality to start with? So that was actually what I asked myself when I began this journey too. So having been uh, through all of this uh, journey uh, personally, to be honest, there's really no modality better or more right than the other because every modality serves you at a different time depending on the individual consciousness at that point in time and the level of support that you need. So there are a lot of alternative therapeutic modalities out there which work amazingly well for different people. But for the purpose of our discussion today, I could only recommend on the modalities that I have learned and worked with so far. So since everybody is different, and we all grew up in different cultures and backgrounds. So, however, what we have in common is each and every one of us have a body and a mind. So we can either start with using the mind to heal the body or using the body to heal the mind. So meditation is a very good foundation of creating self-awareness. Okay, so this was actually my first stop. So meditation is very good for creating self-awareness, introspection, and contemplation. However, you need to have a certain amount of time and discipline to practice and cultivate, especially for beginners. And there are also many meditation tools and techniques that serve various purposes. And you need to have the ability to discern and to choose what works best for you, okay? So inner child and regression therapy generally starts from the mind and through the understanding and reframing, transforming the emotions through energy work, one starts to see the shift and the changes. Inner child and regression therapy provides an avenue for you to be able to explore the root causes of a nagging issue or something that the rational mind couldn't figure out. So the session can be exploratory or therapeutic, bringing peace and acceptance of what is, to even transformative that brings you to understand life in a different perspective and to a life-changing path. So then the next question is, so when do you know when you need to go for a regression session? So um, I have actually list out the 10 valid um, reasons that regression therapy would be effective for. Okay, so one, are you suffering from antagonizing, agonizing, psychic and mental pain, such as deep fear, deep grief or despair? Number two, do you feel stuck or blocked? 
And no matter what you do or what you have tried, you see no way out and you are feeling a sense of imprisonment. Okay, and you have this unexplained rage within you. Okay, you could be angry with yourself for not being able to do anything. Number three, loneliness. You feel a sense of loss. You even find um, a sense of being abandoned or even isolated for no apparent reason. This is actually very um, common, especially after since the pandemic start, when people are actually at home most of the time, and then they start having this panic attack or anxiety attack. So this could be environmental, you know, um, circumstances that would actually trigger all these um, unexplained emotions or feelings. So number four, do you feel socially insecure? Okay, do you have an inability to express your thoughts and feelings? Uh, and you have this extreme shyness. Okay, um, so not being able to say what you want to say, or you always have the tendency to say the opposite. Yeah. Um, or number five, you feel very submissive. Okay, there is a lack of assertiveness, um, whether at work or in relationship. You feel that you are overly adapting to others and circumstances. You are always trying to please and be a pleaser to everyone, be a doormat to everyone. Okay. So, and you don't seem to be able to change. You feel that um, it is um, selfish. You feel that it is so difficult. Um, and all of these thoughts, you know, could um, be self-limiting. Number six, do you feel a sense of loss in terms of direction? So you could be very successful and one day it hits you. So where do I go from now? So you could be a victim of your own success. Okay, then you start asking yourself, so I have achieved all of this status, I've achieved, I have all or earned all of this money, I have achieved this promotion that I wanted, but why am I not happy? So what's next? Where do I go from here? Okay, so there is a way to, you know, you start to um, inquire, you become very inquisitive about life. Okay, what exactly is the life purpose? And um, you start becoming curious. You start going to fortune tellers, astrology, you know, to read your life plan, your life chart. Some resonate, some don't, some don't make sense at all. Again, you're back to feeling lost or even confused. Hmm? So number seven, you have unexplained psychosomatic complaints. So psychosomatic means physical. Okay, unexplained physical complaints or symptoms, somatic complaints. So, um, and all of this doesn't respond well to treatment or even medication. You could be um, going to see a doctor. You have been taking this prescription for a very long time, but suddenly it's no longer working. Okay, or you have been seeing a psychiatrist for some mental disorder and all of it is working well, suddenly it's no longer working. So I have clients coming to me and say that it has been working for the last 10 years. Why is it not working anymore? Okay. And why am I feeling more depressed right now? And number eight, 
well, the logical mind knows that something needs to change. But you have the you are in a you know you have this inability to change. Okay, you have this understanding something is not right, and you clearly know what the problem is, but you struggle to make the changes that you need. Or better still, you actually procrastinate. Yeah, and you feel stuck. And uh, you know what to do, but yet, you know, the day goes by and nothing changes. And then you get into a vicious cycle. Okay. And then you're angry with yourself while you procrastinate. And then the cycle goes on. And number nine, um, you had persistent relationship problems with parents, children, other family members, or even partners. So behind closed door, you know, um, you, you actually are just very frustrated, you know, you sweep things under the carpet, um, you delay, you know, talking about certain issues with your partners, yeah, and deep down, you know, you are really unhappy about uh, certain issues in life, but you actually struggle living with your loved ones. Okay, and then better still, you feel very guilty for shouting at your mother, you know, at your parents and all of that. Um, you start to, um, you know, get triggered very easily with the smallest little things. And then in retrospect, you know, you start to think, you know, it is just a minor, minor thing. Why did I actually scream? Um, why did I actually behave so irrationally? Yeah. Okay. Number 10. Okay, you can, um, the above that I mentioned has always been very negative, but of course you can also come for regression uh, to explore your hidden talent. Like in my case, um, I actually start to explore uh, uh, the work you know, that I do uh, very natural in. And then I realized that um, I have been um, doing meditation work and also healing work for many lifetimes. And I also have an affinity with uh, plants. And so I work very well with uh, plants as well as elementals such as uh, crystals. And uh, during one of the sessions, I actually activated one of my gifts uh, towards working with uh, plants as well as crystals, for example. Yeah. And it also gives me an explanation why I'm so sensitive to energy. Yeah. So, well, there are some people who are also not ready to dive deeply. So I have um, people who come to me for the very first time who have never done any therapy work or healing work on themselves, okay? And, you know, the thought of like regressing, going back into their childhood trauma really freaks them out, okay? But they also have issues. So the most common ones um, is that they've been suffering from insomnia. So they want something that can actually help them to resolve um, sleeping issues um, or even additive behavior, uh, changing eating habits or weight loss. Um, some of them have actually unexplainable uh, sugar addiction um, and um, or they could also come for a hypnotherapy session to help them boost their concentration or even their self-esteem or goal setting uh, and also for goal accomplishment, uh, like to speak up in a crowd 
or uh, public speaking. Um, so all of this clinical hypnotherapy would be a very effective modality that allows us to dive into the subconscious mind to program change and even uh, put in suggestions. So if you are generally shy about approaching others for help, okay, and you find it hard to articulate your thoughts to others, so you're generally shy and you really do not want to open up um, to others and you prefer self-help, then what you can do is to start with Reiki or EFT or even Kundalini Yoga, where you start getting an awareness of what could be bothering you and you have the tools at hand to help you on a day-to-day -day basis to maintain the balance and sanity to get on with life. Um, and this was actually what I did before I found regression therapy. Okay. So if you are someone who is looking for a modality that allows you to heal your mind through your body, and you're someone who prefers movement to connect and work through your body, plus you don't have a lot of time, like most of us do, and, um, and you like to only do one activity daily or weekly at your own time, your own pace, to sustain and allow you to keep that balanced state, to feel energized yet relaxed, then yoga and meditation is one modality where you can start with the body. And through breath work and movement of the body, the effect reverberates from the physical level all the way through to your spirit. And Kundalini Yoga, which is a transformative form of yoga that I teach, combines movement, breath work, sound vibration, visualization, and its objective is to help connect to your highest consciousness, to increase your awareness, your inner wisdom, to guide you to your destiny. And at the same time, it will help to increase your vitality, your energy, emotional and mental strength, and offer the stamina for you to flow with life. Thank you about that. Um, you, Shirley, you mentioned earlier about um, inner child. Could you tell me a little bit more about that, please? Sure. So healing the inner child is one of the most important things you can do to dramatically transform your life and relationship. So what we don't realize is having a wounded inner child may have a big impact in our life and make us feel unsafe in the world. So many of us have inner child issues and we may not even know or realize it. So I'm going to share what inner child actually is and I'm going to help you spot if your inner child is wounded. Okay, so what is inner child? The term inner child was first coined in psychology by the late psychologist Carl Jung. So this is a decade-old concept used therapeutically in psychotherapy. So it is a part of ourselves that we may have this own, ignore, or repress. And inner child work allows us to explore the deeper part of our psyche. The process allows us to understand the inner myth and emotional and attitudinal pattern 
unconsciously influence our physical, mental, and emotional behavior. So the inner child is the childlike part of you that is innocent, joyful, and likes to play. To see the world in wonder and love to play, and that is the part of you that has the innocence of love. So that's inner child. Okay, thank you. I understand now. Um, I have one more question. Can you, and it's a bit more personal, can you tell me about your daily practice to give some inspiration to some of our listeners? Sure. So as an energy practitioner, so I get uh, to meet a lot of people um, on a daily basis, either through my classes, workshop, as well as my one-to-one therapy sessions. So um, I actually um, have a routine of clearing my own energy, okay? Whenever um, I wake up early in the morning, before I leave the house, okay, I clear my energy. I actually uh, start with a daily practice of yoga, breath work, uh, that really helps to actually energize me. Um, And um, at the end of the day, when I actually come back, I actually have to do another practice. Um, EFT is actually very uh, something that I do very common, uh, very often, where I actually tap to release all the daily stress and the energy that I've been exposed to. Um, so I usually would sit for around uh, 10 minutes or so every night before I actually go to bed. So this uh, practices has actually been serving me and uh, I find that it is simple and it doesn't take a lot of time, okay? And I also use a daily affirmation, okay? Every morning, uh, when I will, you know, um, before I actually start the day, after the meditation, I also use this affirmation. So the affirmation is, so every day I am getting better and better so i'm becoming a better and better version of myself so this is something that um, i do and i hope uh, you know uh, people can find this useful and uh, start adopting this in their daily practice as well yes that's that's wonderful thank you so much uh, Charlie, for being with us today I really appreciate that you uh, took the time to spend some time with me. Thank you. It's an honor and a privilege. Thank you so much for this invitation and this opportunity to share. You can learn more about Shirley at www.redefinedwellness.asia, on Instagram at Redefine Wellness Asia, Facebook at Redefine Wellness. Thank you to all our listeners. And see you very soon for more on healing, self-love, and your personal journey. Thank you for listening and for taking time for yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast, share this episode with others on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch the latest from Ujvati, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Ujvati. Thanks again and see you on the next episode.